Hi guys, and welcome to the Figured Outable podcast. I'm your host, Carly Visconto, and this is a space where we talk all things navigating life in your 20s, diving into the topics of health, wellness, career, faith, relationships, and so much more. No longer are the days where we have to act like we have it all figured out. In a world that likes to pretend, join me for your dose of reality, proving that you can live your happiest life while figuring it out at the same damn time. I always like to start by giving a little bit of background and the truth is our families do kind of go way back but you and I just met this past summer right when you came out to one of my Pilates classes in Wildwood. Yes so it's so cool we go way back. Um, My parents grew up with your grandparents so like the connections like really cool. So yeah I guess with that if you wouldn't mind just giving like a little introduction to yourself just like your name your age where you're from and your background. Sure. So I'm Blair Sullivan. I'm 37. Uh, I'm a wife and mom of two boys. Um, Will is six and Brennan is two. Um, I was born and raised in Philly and where we currently live. Um, But I did spend six years living in North Carolina before coming back home to Philly. Um, I graduated from UNC Wilmington in Wilmington, North Carolina, where I ran division one track and cross country. Um, so fitness and health and wellness has always been a big part of my life. Um, I still enjoy running to this day and have really gotten into bar the last eight years. I know we met, you know, after Pilates classes, um, but I love Pilates and I love bar. I've really, you know, um, been so passionate about those past like eight years. Do you remember how you got started with bar? Because I feel like there's not like that many classes or studios around us. It's kind of like a niche workout. My first class I ever took was down in Ocean City, New Jersey. And I think I was curious about it. And um, so I went and took the class and I kid you not, I was so sore that I could barely like sit down on a toilet seat, like doing that, like squatting motion. I was like, this is, this is, was the best workout. And from that point on, I searched um, where in Philly, we were living in center city at the time. And I searched where um, the closest like bar studio was. And um, Focus Bar and Yoga in Rittenhouse was where I kind of got started and where I like truly like fell in love. Um, and I did wind up working with them as well. I went. Oh, and no worked- way. Yeah, at the studio. Mm-hmm. What were you doing for them? I helped manage the studio. Um, and I got like, I never became an instructor. I think my stage fright kind of like got the best of me at the time. But um, I loved it. I opened the studio up bright and early every morning at like 6 a.m. It was before we had kids. And I had gotten out of like the corporate sales and recruiting world because I was absolutely like burnout. And um, I was like, I'm going to go do something that I'm passionate about. And so I worked at Focus Bar and Yoga and it for about a couple of years. And it was awesome. Like, I loved it. Like even the relationships and people I met and connections I've made um, and just working in that setting. I like truly loved waking up and going to work every day. That's so funny because like that's another thing that I feel like we kind of relate on and it's like we both ran cross country and track and field in college and then kind of went the more traditional path and 
then ended up a little bit burnout. It sounds like you might have made it a little bit longer and toughed it out for a little bit more time than I did. Um, Mine was a little bit shorter of a stint for now. But um, yeah, the whole fitness culture is just a totally different vibe. So even when you describe like enjoying getting up and going to work and just being in that environment with those types of people who are similarly passionate about wellness, like it's just so refreshing because the corporate world, like I just feel like it kind of goes against wellness in the sense that you're expected to be sedentary and especially if you're in sales, you have a lot of um, client obligations that require you to, you know, eat out a lot and drink a lot. And so while there's a time and place and a purpose for all of that, if you're a person who innately enjoys wellness and living a healthy lifestyle, it kind of rubs up against that. Yeah. And you're just constantly pressured to like, grind, 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 work, work, work. Um, Numbers, 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 bottom line, bottom line, bottom line. And after a while, especially if you're in an industry where you're not completely passionate about it, it burns you out. You're like, I I just can't do this anymore. Well, that's kind of the kicker. Like I can see people who can live that lifestyle because they genuinely enjoy finance or they're very interested in it. And I do think interests can come and go in waves. I think there can be certain times in your life where you are really interested in that is kind of fueling you. But then other times you're like, I don't give a shit. And I'm not really sure how much longer I can pretend that I do. And personally, that's when I felt most burnout when I realized that the opportunities that lied in front of me, like were no longer motivating. And once I became callous and just like, I don't care. That was when I knew it was time to switch it up. Yeah, I totally agree. I've been there. I I know that feeling. How many years were you working at the studio before the kids came? I did two years at uh, the studio and then I got pregnant with Will. I worked there my entire pregnancy, um, which was awesome. And um, then as soon as I had Will, I decided to stay at home with him and I've been a stay at home ever since. And how have you found that? Because I feel like people always say it, that being a stay-at-home mom is truly the hardest job in the world. Um, But seeing that you have kind of lived both lives, you've been in that hustle culture grind mentality versus a different kind of hustle and grind and grit um, on the home front. So how have you found that? I am so grateful to be able to stay home with my kids. Um, Like they're only little for so long. And I've already seen like my six-year-old like, like his life, his six-year-old life flash in front of my eyes. Um, So I've truly enjoyed it. It is, I believe a stay-at-home mom takes a certain type of person. Um, I do think I am that person, Um, but I do, you know, have desires to do things for myself too, um, which is kind of why I've recently got into like the CBD and hemp wellness space um, because I was having desires to do something for myself, Um, and my, I'm having a little bit more time, uh, um, in my life now with my kids being two and six. So, um, you know, jumping into that has been so exciting. Yeah. And I definitely wanted to get more into the CBD side of it because I know personally, I'm not super informed on that front. Um, and I know when we were chatting a few weeks back about you possibly coming on and I asked you like, what are you very passionate about? Because we're so similar and we had very similar paths. We're from, you know, the same area in terms of Philly. Our families are very intertwined. So we have a lot of connection points that we could talk about for days. But 
I wanted to know what mattered to you. And you responded with CBD. And I was like, well, I don't really know much about it. So it's more going to be a little bit um, informational. So if you wouldn't mind, I'd love talking more on that front about like CBD and specifically maybe like what it is and how you got into it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to share just a little bit about like my story and what led me to CBD. Um, so just a little bit about me. It's it's definitely been a journey, I would say. Um, but I love, you know, opening up and getting vulnerable with, with people. Uh, lately, especially, I feel like you can just connect with people on such a deeper level. And it feels really good to do that. So um, I'll rewind back to April of 2014. Um, my family experienced tremendous loss. It started with my grandmother's passing. Um, she was just two weeks shy of her 99th birthday. But two weeks after that, my um, vibrant and full of life dad passed away after his courageous battle with lung cancer. Um, he was only 58, um, but it got worse from there because six months after that, my older brother, Billy, unexpectedly passed away at only 33 years old. Um, so super devastating time for myself and our family. And then, you know, fast forward to 2017, um, when my son Will was only 10 months old at the time and he experienced anaphylaxis. Um, so he was diagnosed with two very severe food allergies to eggs and sesame seed that um, impact his everyday life and our entire families. Um, so after these traumatic events in my life, I started experiencing anxious feelings. And, um, you know, I always prided myself um, on being able to manage my anxiety on my own. And I did that through consistent exercise, um, a well-balanced diet. I would always prioritize sleep. I even got into some like mindfulness, breath works, and even a little meditation, anything to help just center myself. Um, but it continued to manifest over the years. And this year is when my anxiety really gripped me so tight that I was struggling to do the things that brought me joy in my everyday life. Um, but thankfully, I was introduced to CBD by a college friend of mine. So I did my own research. I um, I tried to discover it a little bit more on my own. And after that, I decided to put my skepticism aside and give it a try because I was really determined to help myself. And I was interested in more of that holistic approach because um, I'd probably been at my lowest point for the longest time in my life. Um, so that's a little bit about my journey. And I got started on CBD. I told myself, let's give it a try for a month. Um, and I had great success with it. Um, you know, as of right now, I can say that like my anxiety is basically absent. It's helped with my mood, boosting my mood, um, my stress levels, and those feelings of overwhelm have really subsided. Um, my sleep has improved. My energy levels have improved. And that overall feeling of happiness has like returned. Um, and my mind and my body truly feel back in balance again. Um, so just a little bit about, you know, my journey and my introduction to CBD. Um, and then from there, we can go, you know, more in depth with CBD itself. Yeah. Well, first, I just want to say, like, thank you so much for opening up and telling your backstory, because it would have been really easy for you to just come on here and talk about CBD and why you're passionate about it. But people wouldn't really understand why and what kind of drives your passion. Um, and I just really can't even imagine, like, the devastation and especially the back to back. Like, it's just heartbreaking and my heart still goes out to you guys but thank you so much for sharing that thank you um for the anxiety piece i'm just curious did you ever battle with anxiety before 
those events like when you were a college athlete? You know, I would say I, I definitely did. Um, you know, I was younger and maybe I wasn't as in tune with my body at the time, but I did spend um, six years total away from my closest friends and family living in North Carolina. And I do remember specific times where, um, you know, things had gotten like pretty low and um, almost that like homesick feeling, but like on another level. Um, And so I definitely would say that I battled some sort of like anxiety or even just like um, some deeper like sadness when I was younger for different reasons. And, um, but as my adult life came and those traumatic events happened and um, that's where like the worst of it really kind of manifested. But um, I would say, yeah, I I definitely had experienced some things when I was younger, my twenties, being away from home, being away from family and friends. Um, But again, like, I guess I just battled through and didn't even really have the wherewithal to, to do much about it at the time, unfortunately. Yeah. Did that go into like your decision-making when you came home from North Carolina because you were just ready to be around family again? Yeah, I was ready to come home. Um, It had been like a kind of decision in my head that I was wanting to make um, kind of battling internally a bit, whether it was the right choice. Um, But yeah, I hit a point in my, in my life where I was ready to come home and I, I literally packed up and, and left. (laughs) And probably never looked back, right? <laughs> I never looked back. <laughs> so um, it was a great decision. Yeah. But yeah. I enjoyed my years being away. Um, I grew so much. I learned so much. I experienced so much. Um, so I definitely recommend that for any young person or anyone at any point in their life is to get outside their comfort zone and um, experience something different. Yeah, I feel like just living away from home and just getting outside of the bubble, especially the Northeast Philly bubble, because I feel like it's particularly thick um, and hard to escape. People always joke, if you grow up here, you never leave. Um, But that's because it's so special. And people argue, you know, until the death that we do think it's so special to be from Northeast Philly. But I do agree. I think there's a lot of opportunity to grow and just see what else is out there. And even Mm -hmm. if ultimately, you know that, you know, this is where the home is, this is where the heart is at least to know what lies beyond the walls, I think is very important. I agree. Yep. So you mentioned a friend introduced you to CBD. Yeah. Um, so before this friend introduced you, did you have any prior knowledge? I know you mentioned some skepticism and you did additional research, but um, I guess what did you know about CBD beforehand? And was this friend like very knowledgeable about it? Was she too just also like dabbling in it? No, I really had um, not much understanding at all um, into CBD. I, in my own um, head, at one point I thought it was like marijuana and I was like, oh, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to get high. I don't want any parts of that. Um, But my friend that did introduce me, she is very knowledgeable. Um, She's with the company that I'm partnered with and she's been there since the beginning. So she's super knowledgeable and, um, we've been connected since college. So she lives in Wilmington, North Carolina, where um, Green Compass is founded and where I went to college. So um, I was able to connect with her and she shared with me a lot of information. And then from there, I kind of took that and and did my own research. But I really didn't know, know much about it to start. Yeah, I feel like it is a little bit taboo. I think it's definitely getting more normalized. I know I have personally been seeing a lot about it on like social media, like Instagram. I feel like a lot of influencers are posting about it. 
but it's a little bit overwhelming because like you said, there are some myths about it. At one point I did think it was like marijuana. I thought, is it, could it get you high? Is it addictive? Can you overdose on it? Does it show up in a blood test? Like I had so many questions. Um, but I do think, you know, society is kind of doing a good job at normalizing it and also just bringing awareness to it and all of the amazing benefits that it can have. Yeah. Um, but for those that aren't exactly familiar, would you mind just like explaining maybe in layman's terms, like what CBD is and how it interacts with the body? Totally. Yeah. So, um, CBD and marijuana, they both come from the cannabis plant. Um, but there's a big difference between the two of them. So CBD comes from the hemp plant, which is high in CBD and low in THC um, and cannot make you high. So there's zero psychoactive properties um, within CBD. Whereas marijuana, um, again, comes from the cannabis plant, but that contains the THC and all the psychoactive properties that can make you high. And it's very low in, in CBD. Um, so I, I definitely like to use like a little analogy. It's a grapes analogy. Um, grapes make grape juice and grapes also make wine, but they're two totally different things um, with two totally different effects. And that's exactly, you know, hemp versus marijuana. Um, and again, the CBD comes from the hemp plants. Uh, and I can even go like a little bit more in depth if you'd like. If you uh, don't mind, I'm kind of like a nerd yeah. about this stuff. Yeah, and so like, Especially because I see so many different forms of CBD. I see like, you know, I see jellies, I see topical creams, I see liquids, and then I see some like targeted for like sleep or focus. And so I just feel like knowing maybe how it works in the body totally. could be very interesting. Yeah. So um, CBD is pretty incredible because it can truly help anyone, really all mammals, um, men, women, children, even pets can benefit from CBD. Um, and CBD, it stands for cannabinoidal, which is um, a mouthful. And it, CBD is a cannabinoid. It's found in the cannabis plant, and that can aid in um, the relief of pain, sleep, anxious feelings, inflammation, and really like so much more. Um, the way CBD is able to help all different people is with um, different needs is because of the way that it interacts with our endocannabinoid system. So our endocannabinoid system was actually just recently founded back in like the early nineties. And the role of the ECS is to keep all of our major systems working correctly. Um, so this system naturally depletes as we age or endure trauma um, from environmental pollutants, things like that. And it leaves us feeling stressed, sleepless, or otherwise off balance. So our bodies actually depend on cannabinoids in order to stay in balance. And they're essential for human development. Um, interestingly enough, why we do find cannabinoids in human breast milk. Um, and so when one system isn't working properly or out of whack, these health health issues arise in our body. So to break it down a little bit for you, the endocannabinoid system has receptors all throughout our body, even on our skin. And CBD is made to go into these receptors and bind to them, sort of like a locking key, mm -hmm. helping to bring our body back to balance or what we call homeostasis. Um, and I can kind of give you another little analogy. It's this empty parking lot analogy. So everybody's parking lot looks different. My parking lot looks different than your parking lot. And depending on where your body is needing help with that balance, CBD goes into your parking lot. It finds where it's needing to park. It binds with that receptor and helps bring your body back to homeostasis, um, that balance where you're truly feeling your absolute best. 
Um, so that's just a little breakdown of how it works internally in your body. Um, it's fascinating. And, you know, Googling your endocannabinoid system, you could go through a deep rabbit hole of information and research on Google. So if you're having some physical symptoms versus maybe more like psychological or mental, mm -hmm. when they find those receptors, that it'll be able to help with physical and mental? 100%. Yes. Interesting. So, the way I just explained this whole endocannabinoid system. So for instance, like I needed more of like the mental health side of, of, um, the, the CBD relief. And so it would bind with my receptors in my body where my body needed to be healed, where the same like product and the same plant could go into another person's body and bind to their receptors, but they're more in like the pain category and it will truly help heal both myself and that other person, regardless of, you know, the differences in, in my needs and their needs. Um, so it's truly like fascinating the way it can go in to your body, bind to the receptors and help heal you, um, in all different ways. Um, yeah, that is so fascinating. And what about the different forms? Like when do you recommend one over the other in terms of like the gummy or the jellies versus like, I know I see a lot of like the oils that you can like either mix in your coffee mm -hmm. or like we said, like the topical creams, like, is there one that's the best? A lot of it comes down to the preference. Um, you know, oil tincture are most popular as well as the jellies. Um, they're both great products to get started on. Um, but it does come down to, I think, preference and how people want to the different like delivery methods, the jelly are more of like a convenient type thing. Um, and then the oil tincture is where CBD kind of like got started. Um, and I enjoy the jellies. I take them every morning. Um, but I've also been kind of experimenting a little bit at night with some, an oil tincture, um, for, you know, a better night's sleep and just seeing, um, how that works. Cause everyone's dosage is different and, and trying to find that perfect dosage is, is, um, important and kind of takes some time to, to tweak that a little bit. So when you first got started and you started with the jelly, how did you go about trying to find your dosage? Like what was the very first day like for you and how did you progress from there? So it's definitely a low and slow progression with CBD. Again, like dosage is very important. Um, and so I started with a half a jelly for about three to four days and um, I was feeling fine from that. So I did up to like a full jelly from there. Um and I've stated a full jelly for there because that's that's what has helped me. And um, you can take up to two jellies a day um, specific to our products. But um, I found that one jelly helped me and my anxiety levels had come down dramatically. And so I, um, I stuck to that. And that's what I do on a daily basis, staying consistent with that. And you said you take it in the morning. Is there like a optimal way to take it or there things that like could aid or maybe inhibit absorption? Um, there's no right or wrong in terms of morning or evening. Um, I do know with the oil tincture, it is important for you to hold the oil under your tongue for at least a minute because you want it to absorb like sublingually under your tongue. Um, and same for the jellies. I do try and like, like suck on it a little bit just so it does start to dissolve in my mouth and give it time to um, absorb sublingually under my tongue a little bit more as well, instead of just like chewing it and swallowing it right away. Um, it is water soluble, so it will um, 
be dissolved in your body and absorbed properly. Um, the nanotechnology allows for like a really high bioavailability with that. So um, okay. yeah, just a couple of tips there. And then when you first started taking it, I know like sometimes I personally thought that it was kind of like an instantaneous reaction and could kind of be helpful like on the first time that you took it. But then after like speaking to you a little bit about it and like doing additional research, it sounds like it's something that might, you know, work over time. It, it, it's kind of like a slow burn. So when did you really start to feel the positive effects from it? Yeah, it, it definitely takes time to um, build up in your system. So you want to stay consistent with it. And um, for me, I started seeing the benefits after about two weeks. Um, I really noticed not a whole lot the first couple of weeks, but I um, was told to stay consistent. And two weeks is where I remember writing down because I was kind of keeping like a little inventory of my, of my own journey with it. And um, that's when I noticed that my anxieties were slowly starting to come down a bit. Um, but for some people, it could take a month. It could take two months. Um, it all depends. Each person is different. Some people find relief within a couple of days, um, but that wasn't my case. Mine definitely took a couple of weeks of just consistent use. Yeah. I'm laughing because I'm remembering the time that I texted you. I guess it was like yeah. two weeks at this point and I was like feeling really anxious for no reason, but I had a really tight chest all morning. And so I tried the jelly and I texted you and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. <laughs> I had a tight chest all day and I took it and I went away. I'm like, is this normal? Or, and you were like, um, not particularly, but you know, everybody reacts different. Like not to say that it's not, you know, maybe the, the reason that you're feeling better, but typically you need to kind of build up a tolerance and it works over time. And so I was like, all right, maybe it was the placebo effect, but <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. Maybe your body really responded to it quickly and you know, maybe it did help. Um, it's not the norm, but you know, again, everyone's body's different. So it does take some like trial and error and, and things like that. Yeah. I definitely wasn't consistent with it, but I have used it before in the past. And this was probably not the best thing because I'm, I am very like anti-foreign substance in your body. Hence I've like taken out my birth control. Like I'm always wanting to go the holistic route before yeah. I will take a medicine or an antibiotic. Um, really not a huge fan of like Western medicine, but I heard about CBD, I guess it was about two years ago at this point, And it was when I was still living and working in New York and was just feeling a lot of anxious feelings, especially in my job as a trader. I feel like it was a very like high energy environment. And so I would sometimes slip some CBD into my morning coffee when I felt a little overstimulated. And yeah. I was not consistent with it because at that time I did not know you had to be consistent with it. I thought it was kind of like a, you know, you take it and it works in that moment. Um, but who knows, maybe my body had a little bit of muscle memory and it, it was jogged that day. Yeah. Right. So the one question I did have was around like FDA regulation. Like yeah. does the FDA say anything about CBD? Because when I think about the product and wanting to, kind of dabble and give it a try. I just wonder on like all the different types of brands and stuff. So I'm just curious if they talk about it at all, if there's any rules or regulations, if there's any like stamp of approval that people should be looking for if they want to start taking CBD. Yeah, for sure. Um, not all CBD is created equal. Um, quality is so important when you're choosing the right CBD for yourself or your family. 
Um, the industry is currently unregulated by the FDA. So really anyone can get into the business, slap a pretty you know label on a bottle and call it CBD. It's a little scary, but it's sort of like the wild, wild west in the industry right now. Um, so it's important to understand a little bit about hemp as well, um, the type of plant it is. It is a scavenger plant and it's designed to soak up really anything in the soil or the air where it's planted. So about 80% of our hemp in the U.S. comes from China right now. Um, so a lot of this, the CBD being sold is hemp coming from China where they use hemp to actually clean their air and purify their air and their soil. Um, so imagine everything it's soaking up and then we're taking it over here in the U.S., bottling it up and selling it to people. Um, so that's, uh, you know, a little scary with the, the CBD industry right sure. now. Sure. Um, so if you are getting into CBD, you definitely want to make sure your CBD checks a few boxes. I can, you know, give you some good pointers for Please. when you're searching out your CBD. Um, number one is a USDA certified organic CBD. Um, farming that's free of heavy metals and no chemical herbicides or pesticides. Uh, a company who's vertically integrated, literally from like the seed to the seal of the bottle. Um you know, they're doing their own farming, they're doing their own harvesting, extracting, bottling, everything it's until, you know, you purchase that product or it's shipped off to your doorstep. Um, another important part is the extraction process. So um, I know with Green Compass, we use a small batch CO2 extraction process, which isn't the cheapest or it's not, and it's not the fastest um, way to really extract the cannabinoids from the hemp plant, but it's definitely the cleanest way and one of the purest ways to do so. And it'll also produce really highly effective CBD. Um, you also have to take a look at like the labs, you know, labs that conform with the GLP and the GMP standards, which are good lab practices and good manufacturing practices. Um, I know with Green Compass, our oil is bottled using a really stringent state-of-the-art manufacturing process um, that we really stand behind. Um, and the last thing would be third-party lab testing. You know, this ensures effic efficacy and safety um, we actually have little QR codes on the bottom of each bottle that you can scan and it'll take you to that lab test and certificate of analysis, analysis which shows you exactly what's in your bottle and what's not in your bottle um, of CBD. So you can really feel confident knowing what you're putting into your body. Um, so those are like, I would say, four of the most important things to look for when you're researching CBD um, and you know things that will keep your CBD safe and highly effective. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Cause I feel like there's always, there's just so much confusion and because it's so new, I feel like so many brands have recently come to market that it can just be a little bit intimidating to kind of sift through and kind of recognize what is legit, what is safe and most importantly, high quality, because at the end of the day, like you kind of, you get what you pay for. And especially when it's something like CBD that you're going to be putting in your body and expecting legitimate results. Um, and effective results that are going to help you feel better. I just feel like it's so important to just like kind of know what to look for. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I think that USDA certified organic um, CBD would be like number one. And then looking for all of those things that I listed um, are just really great ways to, um, you know, sift through CBD. Yeah. So you mentioned um, when you were talking a few minutes ago, you said you and your family. So do your kids take it? Like, I'm just thinking of different demographics, like kids or pregnant mm -hmm. people. Like, is it safe for everybody to consume? Yeah. So my son will, I actually have him take, it's a quarter of one of our jellies and he takes one of those daily. Um, and I've actually seen great results with that. 
Um, you know, kids at his age have these um, great big emotions um, and it has helped to just like center him more where he's not having these great big emotions, meltdowns, things of that nature. Um, he's more focused and I do think he's a little bit more calm. Um, so we're sticking with it and um, he enjoys it actually. Um, and I also recommend always reaching out to your pediatrician first, if you are going to go that route with a child and, um, you know, pregnant people, breastfeeding people. Um, again, I always recommend reaching out to your, um, OBGYN first and just getting their approval, but there's plenty of people that, um, do use CBD safely while breastfeeding and, um, while pregnant. Um, so if you do have a, a great CBD that at high quality CBD, um, you can 100% use it safely while doing both of those. Okay. And you said Will's six years old, right? He is. Yeah. So how old was he when he started taking it? And did his pediatrician say like, because he is X amount of years old, like there, is there an age recommendation? No, I mean, as long as, um, it, it you're safe enough to ingest a jelly, um, I wouldn't give it to like a young baby that still can't, um, properly, um, you know, chew and swallow like a, a jelly type product. Um, but my pediatrician gave us, um, the go ahead. She said, um, that she even feels CBD is better than some medications for some reasons. Um, you know, CBD has helped a wide variety of people in terms of, um, you know, even for instance, ADD, ADHD, um, we're seeing progress with CBD and helping children with that. Um, so it's been very interesting and getting like the green light from my pediatrician was, um, you know, something I, I wanted to, to get before truly giving it to him. For sure. It is so fascinating because I feel like a lot of times doctors will have negative things to say about things that don't kind of fall in line with their practice. And especially like with the mes Western medicine world, yeah. a lot of these things kind of seem woo woo to them, or they just like write off as bullshit when really they're just like holistic and natural. And I always try to go that route. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it's interesting to hear kind of what the doctors are saying and to hear that some of them are on board and a little bit more open-minded to the concept of CBD. Yeah. It's definitely a really interesting time with CBD. Um, you know, I feel like some doctors are actually recommending CBD as like another option for their patients, depending on what they're experiencing, but it's very interesting. I think these next years are going to be really interesting with, um, the way it goes with CBD and, and, um, you know medicine. The last question I kind of have for you, because I know, like you said, once your kids were a little bit older and you had some more time on your hands and you wanted to pursue something that you're passionate about, you found CBD and Green Compass. And so do you work with clients directly? Like what is your involvement in it? Yes. Yeah, so I do. I, I love to work with people one-on-one -on -one, um, and just try and help them meet or uncover their needs and see what best helps them in terms of allowing them to feel their best. So I have, um, you know, a bunch of different clients with a bunch of different needs and we sit down and have a nice conversation, just trying to uncover those things and, and seeing what type of products we can get them started on to, um, allow them to alleviate some of those things. The big things are really pain, um, sleep issues, anxiety, um, and inflammation. Those are, um, I'd say for the, the big ones that um, people are experiencing, but there's so many ways that we can help uh, people with CBD. Yeah. You all, 
anticipated my next question. I was going to say, like, what do you <laughs> see are the most common use cases? But that makes sense, especially in this day and age. I feel like post-COVID, like, we're just mm -hmm. seeing a whole host of health issues. I think it all kind of stems from stress, whether it manifests physically in the body via inflammation or pain or whether it's more of a psychological effect. Like I think that that's always the root. So um, the fact that CBD can kind of be a solution for that seems to be obviously a really great thing. Yes. And then I like more of a natural, you know, solution um, with really no side effects. Um, so you can, you know, take something, allow it to make you feel better and not have to deal with any harsh side effects that, um, you know, some medications can have. So yeah. it's an option to have. And medications, but also just coping mechanisms. I mean, some people turn <laughs> to alcohol, some people turn exactly. to food, like people exactly. have their, their ways to alleviate stress and kind of unwind after a stressful day. And I feel like sometimes people will hear CBD and without really knowledge of what it is kind of write it off. But then it's like, well, maybe look at what you're currently doing for your stress. And <laughs> it doesn't seem so bad after all. Exactly. I know. I hear you. Yeah. Like a whole bottle of wine at the end of the night. Um, right. Maybe, you know, your CBD might help you a little bit better. Um, and you can cut back on that wine at the yeah. end. Of the um, that actually reminds me, do people use CBD socially? Is there any like social benefit if you want it? I guess it maybe it could be helpful if you have like some type of social anxiety, if you maybe like took it before a night out, but I guess it's kind of like, that would probably be the only. Yeah. I mean, um, again, the consistent CBD use is, um, always what I recommend, but, um, it would definitely, I mean, I've even noticed that, um, socially when you go, when you're out and, um, you know, you've reached for a cocktail just to like loosen yourself up. I've noticed that now with my use with CBD, I don't have that urge to need that cocktail out in like a social setting as much anymore. Um, cause CBD allows me to have a different feeling where I sometimes just have more confidence and more, I'm feeling better. So I'm more confident and I don't have those like anxieties when I, when I go out. Um, so that's kind of, if, if that helps to answer that question, but no, it does, it um, does in line with it. Yeah. And it also makes sense bringing it back to what you said in the beginning, where you kind of just feel like yourself again, and you feel like mm -hmm. the happiest version of you. And that's why I'm just really glad that we could have you on the podcast today, because I love, a like connecting with people, but B talking about things that make them feel alive and just more like themselves and just like the best and happiest version. So okay. that was actually a beautiful way to tie in the whole podcast oh. <laughs> and bring it full circle. Yes. Thanks, Carly. Thank you so much. It was so nice um, catching up with you and I'm sure I'll see you soon. Thanks for everything today. I'll talk Bye, to you Carly. soon. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.